This is Behind the Mic from Audiophile Magazine. I'm Michelle Cobb, publisher of Audiophile Magazine and filling in for a regular host, Joe Reed. Today we're talking about Best Audiobooks of 2018. 50 audiobooks actually got this award from us from the more than 2,000 we have reviewed. We select the best in nine subjects, and we have chosen great books, and each is also an exceptional listening experience. So plenty of recommendations from us. My guest today is the talented Michael Crouch, who is actually part of three of the best of the year young adult full cast recordings. And I just gave that away because he hadn't learned that yet. Today, he's going to be talking about his narration of our best audiobook of the year fiction pick, Oliver Loving by Stefan Merrill Block. Hi, Michael. It's great to have you here. Hi, Michelle. Uh, thanks for having me. Well, this was certainly a sort of timely and topical book that you recorded. Tell us a little bit about Oliver Loving. To me, it's really the story of a, a family in crisis. They endure this, this terrible tragedy. It's a family of four, a mother, father, and, and two sons. And the eldest son, he's shot in the head in a school shooting. It's terrible. But he survives, albeit in a vegetative state, and they keep him on life support for for many years, hoping for some sign of life in him. And it's about how that experience tears the family apart, yet binds them together, and they're finding ways to heal. So this is obviously a very emotional title to both listen to and record. What has stayed with you in particular about this audiobook? It's a really haunting story. And the characters and the and the circumstances are so beautifully fleshed out. I think it's gorgeously written. So that the the family felt really real to me, and I, I missed them when it was over. That really stuck with me. And and another thing is that as a narrator on on any book that I do, one of my most important jobs is to tap into the emotional energy of the text. And for some books, you know, I've got to do a little thinking to kind of find that. I got to dig my way into it. With this book. It's just there. And it didn't take much effort to tap into that. And then from there, I can just write it and and really work from my gut. And those are the most satisfying recording experiences for me. That has stuck with me because I'm really I really appreciated it. And we certainly heard that in your recording. And that's one of the reasons it's, you know, one of the best picks of the year. What was one of the biggest challenges when recording Oliver Loving? That's easy. Time. We The book was estimated at about 13 and a half hours, which is already on the longer side. And we had four days booked in the studio at John Marshall Media. And already that that that's a challenge to do that in four days, but it's doable, like a 10 to 5 schedule with a lunch break. But as is often the case, the book ended, it looked like I learned early on that the book was probably going to be longer than the estimate. Yet I was determined to do it in four days. And this is not the producer's fault. I'm sure if I asked her for more studio time, she would have given it to me. But I was just, I was going to make it happen. And so by the time the last day came around, we still had so much left. And the engineer was able to come in early the last day. We started at 9 instead of 10 and stay late. So we recorded from 9 to 7.30 that day, finished the book, got five finished hours in the can in a single day, which is a lot. Wow. Um, <laughs> that was that was very hard, but uh, I felt very accomplished afterwards. 
Wow. Well, that's really interesting. It's nice to hear from a narrator kind of what their day-to-day looks like. That's always one of the questions of how long it takes to record something, because it's not a one-to-one ratio, right? You're in the studio for multiple hours to get one hour in the can. Yeah. You know, it depends. You know, it just depends on how hard the text is, really, and how focused I am. But yeah, you know, with a book like this, you know, I, I really wanted to put as much care into it as I could. So, you know, I wasn't just going to spit the words out. I don't do that with any book, but especially with this one. Absolutely. Well, one of the things that our reviewer talked about was how proficient you are with female voices. So I'd love to play a little clip. Let's hear Michael doing Margot the speech pathologist as she's getting help for Oliver and exploring that. From what Dr. Rumble says... Margot told Eve. You truly cannot expect a speech pathologist will do him any good at this point. But believe me, Eve, I know what it can mean to have someone at least try. You should have seen me, the way I used to badger the doctors about my Cora. So is it a challenge to do those female voices so well? I don't know. It it just, you know, some characters, male or female, young or old, sometimes some that, you know, I just can slip into really easily and some take more concentration. Margot wasn't too difficult for me because she I'm from Texas and this book takes place in West Texas. And, and she reminded me of one of my aunts, my Aunt LaRue. So I, I, it was not too hard to find her in, in my head and my body. That's fantastic. Well, thank you for all the very interesting insights and congratulations on all of your honors. Thank you so much. This has been Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Behind the Mic is supported by Ashet Audio. Stay in touch with Audiophile on social media, where we often share special videos recorded for us by narrators talking about these titles that they've recorded. Plus, we have great giveaways from our partners like audiobooks.com, Libro FM, or Downpour. Thanks for listening.